So welcome to this week's edition of the Retail Risk Podcast, sponsored by Axis Communications. And thanks as always to our supporting partners, 3X Logic, Mighty and Aura. Now, my guest this week is Stuart Farrell, Head of Loss Prevention at Next. Over 25 years experience in the security arena in both the private and public sector. 10 years in the Met Police as a detective investigating major crime. Stuart's built a wealth of knowledge in identifying apprehending and prosecuting of offenders. Now, he's been with Next for the past nine or 10 years, working as a fraud investigator with the Next online team, retail loss prevention manager for the London region, and has headed up the national investigations team, um, before then taking on his current position as head of retail loss prevention in 2018. Now, um, as like many of the superstars at the Next team, Stuart is also no stranger to the retail risk Fraud Awards, uh, not least standing on stage and uh, being successful with a win on four occasions, I believe. And maybe we'll come to that in a little bit more in a moment. But uh, Stuart, welcome. Good to be here. Thanks, Paul. Uh, always a pleasure and uh, always good to, uh, to to catch up with you and hear what's uh, going on in the world of Next. But before we get into questions about Next and your day to day, come on then. Young Stuart, way back when sat there staring out of the uh, the classroom window. What was the actual intended career? It was an easy one for me. Um, I came from a long line of police officers, so it seemed like okay. the obvious choice. Um, so, yeah, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. I left school uh, 16, uh, tried to join the police and was very politely told to go and get some life experience. Um, so uh, for my sins, I decided to join the army. I, I don't know why, but uh, that, that's what I did. I uh, thought it would teach me some valuable life skills, which looking back in hindsight, it, yeah, it did me the world of good, really. So I uh, did, did five years in a, an infantry regiment, the Devon and Dorset Regiment. Um, did a couple of tours in Bosnia and Ireland, uh, as well as being based over in Germany. Um, but like I said, I did, did me five years. Uh, I had a hankering to, to go back and try the police again. Uh, I think the Met Police were running a big recruitment drive back then. So... Uh, yeah, jumped on the train basically and, and headed up to London, uh, was successful, got into the Met, uh, spent the majority of my 10 years in the Met as a, as a detective, uh, dealing with street crime, robbery, drugs, burglary and the like. Um, but uh, unfortunately, I got to a point where I didn't like where the police was headed. So I decided to um, yeah try, 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 try something else somewhere else. Um, so I came out of the police, so I worked as a, a security consultant in the building industry. Uh, for only about a year uh, until the, the, the housing recession hit. Um, so the writing was on the wall there. So I decided to just randomly put my CV out there and send it off to a, a load of recruitment agencies and, until one day the phone rang and it was somebody who uh, sort of phoned me up and said, you know, would you be interested in a career in retail security? Something I'd never even considered before. So uh, at the time it sounded fun uh, and I found myself working for All Saints. Um, and I worked there for about three or four years as a, as a regional loss prevention manager, uh, covered the south of the country and, uh, and stores in Europe, which was, was great fun. Uh, really, really good business, enjoyed my time there. Uh, but unfortunately, the business wanted to go in a different direction with LP. Uh, and unfortunately, we were, we were made redundant, myself and, and my colleagues at the time. So um, CV went out again, uh, applied and got a role at Select Fashion. Okay. Uh, as, uh, as, as head of LP and health and safety, but I uh, only lasted six months there. Uh, I just realised that the company's ambition just didn't match my own. 
So uh, again, decided to look out and see what else is uh, around and about for me. Um, and I actually, funny enough, I actually applied for a, a job in retail as a retail regional loss prevention manager in Next, first of all. Um, and basically, I think when my CV was was shared around, I think uh, I think my skill set was was better suited elsewhere. Uh, and I was offered a job uh, working at online fraud. Um, and that's that's pretty much where I started. Um, started, as I said, back in 2013. So, yeah, nine years now at Next. Okay. Uh, great fun. Moved through different roles. Uh, did did the online fraud investigate thing first. Uh, went back and dipped my toe in, in retail loss prevention for a short period of time. Um, and then sort of moved through to national investigations. So, you know, looking at the, the sort of bigger crime picture at Next and tracking you know, traveling offenders and all that sort of stuff and, and anybody, you know, major that was affecting our business. Uh, really enjoyed my time doing that uh, until the head of retail role was offered to me, which to me seemed like a too good opportunity to turn down, really. So took that about three years ago. Okay. So, yeah, just just before the, 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 the 2020 lockdown, took that. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's been absolute uh, roller coaster ever since. Yeah, and but that is an amazing... Uh, journey from you know not back at 16 uh you obviously perhaps felt the need to be shouted at for a few years just to, <laughs> to put you on the straight and narrow shouted at slightly less with the police and yeah a really good kind of frontline retail experience so you must feel now when you've got that broader view that you've kind of been there and done most of that at the sharp end when you sort yeah. of having those conversations so yeah really really impressive Absolutely. I think it's given me a broad sort of, you know, perspective of, of, of life, both, you know, in the military, outside of the military and now obviously in the, um, you know, in the private sector. So, yeah. And so, so here we are, um, senior role within Next, really, really impressive retailer. You sit down in the morning, Stuart opens his, his laptop up. What on earth does your day to day look like in that role? I mean, you know, is any day ever the same? I mean, what takes up the bulk of your time? Uh, it's, it's not. So I'll go into the differences in a bit. But the, the bulk of the time is just ensuring that the smooth day-to-day operational running of the retail LP side of the next department. Uh, sorry, the next LP department. Um, you know, if, if that runs smoothly, everybody's aligned and knows exactly what their individual roles are. More importantly, where they fit into the overall picture. I find that, you know, a, a lot of the day-to-day running sort of takes care of itself. Um, so, you know, predominantly my job is to set and implement the company's retail LP strategy, both Next and Victoria's Secret. And, you know, that's that's an enhanced part of my role as well. Um, but um, luckily for me, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to have a, a talented team around me to, to help me manage that thing. Um, but the day-to-day side of things, um, it's, it's just a case of working with all the various stakeholders around the business. Um, you know, whether it be projects looking into securing buildings, it's security solutions, stock protection, um, as well as trying to make Next a safe environment for both staff and customers as well. That's that's a big part of the role. So it's quite a bit of project work, really. Uh, and that's from both an operational perspective and suppliers. So going back to your point, two days are never the same, Paul. Yeah. And, and you mentioned they're sort of working on the, uh, the, the project side of things. So uh, natural question there is, what are the sort of specific challenges and projects that you're sort of focusing on right now? Is that people and processes is the new technology being rolled out or dare we say even removed what 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 insight can you can you give us well it's, it's, a, it's a mixture of all sorts of different things um, and the points you touched on 
Um, good thing about Next and the exciting thing about Next is we just don't stand still. I mean, you know, we're constantly evolving as a business. Um, you know, think about the store environment. It's changed massively in the last couple of years. You know, where, where traditionally we'd have things like front door cover, zonal floor color, uh, cover, fitting room cover. Th these things have just disappeared. So if you think about our model, and that's to operate large square footage out-of-town retail stores on minimum staffing levels, that presents all sorts of risk and challenge to us. Um, you know, added into that, the, the current economic challenges um, and, and what it's doing is creating a perfect storm for thieves, really. Um, so it's, it's becoming harder and harder to cover all of the floor space during trade. Um, you know, and to that end, recruitment as well is also difficult at the moment. So trying to find the best talent is difficult to fill those positions. So, you know, there's challenges from from all different areas. Um, you know, you, you add into things like the rise and escalations of violence and abuse as well um, within the retail environment. That's a big concern. Um, so we're doing everything we can there to support our colleagues at the coalface, you know, introducing things like body worn cameras, um, you know, series of constant processes of training, guidance, follow-up. Um, there's absolutely everything going on or, or a bit of everything. Um, sort of tech-wise, um, you know, our retail operations are looking at heading towards unmanned tills and improving customer journeys. Um, however, from an LP perspective, you appreciate that that brings added risk as well. Um, we're running RFID trial projects at the minute as well on the tech side, not only to look at inventory management benefits, but also the remove of tags potentially further down the road, yep. which undoubtedly will have a, you know, a massive impact on shrink. Um, so in effect, we'd be looking at using an RFID label with built-in security as well to replace existing tags and pins. So, you know, that, that's just a flavor of some of the, the bigger things that are going on in stores at the moment. And, and, you know, you talk about, you know, the, there's a, an amazing raft of ideas going on there, but, yeah, Next as a business yeah, has been flying for a number of years and really a sort of poster child, if you like, for what apparel retailing should look like and all the other brands going through the platform. And some of the stuff you're talking about there, you know, many other retailers are only you know, dreaming of further down the line. So really interesting that you're, you know, you trialing those and you can see what's going on because, you know, we hear time and time again, well-being of staff, increased violence, the fact that you're already looking at that, that don't necessarily expect you to answer the question on internal theft, but, um, you know, many people privately saying that that's going up within their businesses as well. So you're focusing one area and then you've got to pivot to, to look at something. We're seeing more cash come back into the economy. Um, so we're seeing, so, you know, I guess just constantly evolving, but some, you know, amazing projects going on there. You must sort of mm -hmm. be the, um, the, the, the favourite retailer of the vendor community as well, I would guess, with all these trials going on. I wouldn't doubt it, Paul. <laughs> now, um, I just want to move on in, in a minute and talk to you about, you know, getting what you want in the, uh, in the next environment, if I can. But in time-honoured fashion, uh, we're just going to take a, a quick 30-second break and hear from our sponsors, and then we'll be back. For every type of business, the power of a data-driven security video management system Designed to give you total control anywhere, anytime. 3X Logic. So, welcome back to this week's edition of the Retail Risk Podcast. I'm, of course, still talking to Stuart Farrell from Next. Now, um, really interesting insight there about what's going on at Next. But, um, you know, you've operated in a whole raft of environments military, policing, uh, and a number of retailers. 
and you've continued, yeah, continued to rise up the corporate ladder. So I'm assuming you have developed um, some interesting skills about getting what you want. And I'm always fascinated to hear people's top tips. So if you want to influence senior management to get what you want, if you like, what's your top tips for getting your message across? Because, uh, you know, gone on the days where it's a 20 page report and a recommendation, I think. I mean, how on earth with such a dynamic business and so many calls on people's times do you get your needs heard? Uh, besides begging, uh, <laughs> uh, never be too proud to beg. Huh? <laughs> exactly. That'd be my top tip. But the second one closely followed by, I think you definitely do your homework. I think find, find out how the person you're trying to influence thinks, you know, what's their priorities and how they like things presented. I think it's very important. You know, pe- people's time you mentioned there is very precious. Uh, everybody's scrapping to get in there and get a piece of their time. Um, so I think you've just got to, you know, like I said, do your homework in the background, make sure you're hitting the points. Uh, you're not wasting anybody's time. You're not any longer than you need to be. Keep it short and succinct. Get to the point fairly quickly without waffle, I think, is a big one. Um, I w- I'd say don't fall into the trap of thinking it's because it's your priority. It's senior management's as well. Um, so, as I said, in the current climate, it's getting harder and harder to secure funding for things like projects and innovation. Um, you know, you're not always going to get it your own way. So sort of aim high and, and work on a compromise, I'd say. And in terms of understanding those priorities, of the people that you're presenting to, is that keeping your ear to the ground? You know, how do you, how do you extract that? Because, you know, you could, is it a case of guessing or have you got a more sort of scientific approach? Well, yeah, I think I think when you're trying to secure funding, people want more and more detail. Um, you know, pe- people want to see, you know, the, the, the return on ROI, all this sort of thing. So I think, yeah, I think, again, part of your homework and making sure that you, you know, you think outside the box slightly and hit the points that, that perhaps they're thinking before they even think of them um, saves you a long time in the long run. But, yeah, it's becoming more and more difficult. So, yeah, I think definitely, definitely, you know, do the background work, get your numbers right, know your numbers, uh, and, and then you're not going to get caught out. A, a, a long and distinguished career in the Met Police may be coming to play there and uh, but playing detective and stalking people. So, look, I mean, I know you do have a policing and military background, but and once upon a time, that was the de facto requirement for somebody in a senior position, head of retail loss prevention. But actually, that aside, what qualities do you think you know, you've gotten people in your position need to have at the minute to, to successfully do your job? Because the days of just pointing and shouting to get something done, yeah, it seemed, yeah, <laughs> hopefully they're confined to, to 20, 30 years ago. So what yeah. do you think the, the, the best mix is at the moment? Well, I'll say, besides, you know, besides your powers of persuasion, as we just, just discussed, I think, I think keep, keep an agile mind and be flexible, I think, is a key. Um, you know, as an example, I constantly have different conversations during the working day with different brand partners. Uh, you know, they've got their own individual con- uh, cultures, wants, needs, and it's, it's kind of important not to treat them all the same. So, you know, although we come under the same umbrella, it, it's important that you understand where they're coming from as well. Um, I think also it's, it's important... Uh, to understand where you sit in the grand scheme of things. Um, 
and not taking it too personally when things don't go your way. Um, I think one of the, one of the sayings I got I think is fail fast and move on is is quite a good okay. one. I, I was I was very guilty in earlier part of my career of taking things that didn't go my way too personally, um, and I think over the years I've, I've, I've developed that uh, you know things aren't aren't personal. It's purely based on business decisions. So if I don't get my own way, it's because I've not been persuasive enough in my business argument. I would suggest. Yeah, it's a, it's a fairly brutal uh, inward reflection, but uh, no, I like that a lot. Fail fast and move on. So interestingly, just as a side, your is the bulk of your time spent in the stores, you know, coalface or what? What's what's the mix? I'm just just interested in terms of home office and, and stores. Well, I think um, I think a lot of the time now, you know, the, the, the overall management of projects and like I said, setting the strategy unfortunately brings me in front of my laptop far too often um but the good thing is is most of the the technology and innovation finds its way into stores in some sort of trial so there'll always be a need for me to travel around visit stores you know making sure i've still got my finger on the pulse really uh, and making sure i've got a really really good understanding of you know what makes the stores tick you know what makes the store staff tick all that sort of thing yeah it's uh you're right it is that that the more technology that comes into business there's huge benefits but the more you know desk-based uh, work needs to be done to, to get the process and manage the process so yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't think you're uh, you're out of step there yeah and i think there's, a, there's still a good balance to be had with uh, I, st- I still like traveling around meeting vendors and you know suppliers and you know industry colleagues i mean it's, it's always important as a as a good head of lp as well to keep your finger on the pulse mm. and i think the best way to do that is through collaboration network you know, sharing ideas with industry colleagues, really, you know, surround, surround yourself with good people is what I say, makes your life so much easier. Yeah, absolutely. So just out of interest, you know, for argument's sake, you know, you decide, you move on from next, you wander into, you know, a different retailer. What's your one piece of magic, if you like? Is there a, is there a piece of technology or a process that that you couldn't do without to do a head of retail loss prevention role you know what is that go-to magic you think okay that's the one thing that gives me the best insight on the business is there in fact one thing i think it's i think it's a combination of all sorts of different things um certainly i mean it's the hardest thing to do but i think keeping things simple is a good start you know making sure that you've got good basic policies in place but you're but you're doing them well um and i think my my piece of magic i mean it's not so much technology but i'm a a really strong believer in the in-house loss prevention officer model um you know in stores it works very well for our business um and acknowledge it's not for everyone but you know our take is that you know with a well-trained well-motivated network of loss prevention officers out there i think it's probably the single biggest deterrent to shop theft you know in the environment we're in at the moment um, you know, there's lots of really good technology out there, but some criminals defeat technology. Yeah. You know, there's, 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 it's not so easy necessary to defeat a human being sort of staring over your shoulder or, you know, following you around a store. So I, th- I think people probably are, you know, is, is the magic thing for me, you know, k- keeping people motivated, training them up. Um, you know, I, th- I think it pays dividends. I really do. Yeah, I think it is fascinating. You know, the results that you guys get and with that, you know, loss prevention officer model, um, you know, you've definitely clearly identified something that works within the next format. And I love the fact that, you know, you're going out there and knocking on doors as well for, uh, you know, p- 
prolific offenders that are uh, doing wrong against next. I think that is so innovative to, to be doing that and some of the other stuff that's going on. So, yeah, exciting time. So, look, UK retail, retail generally has been through um, quite the challenge over the last few years. What's your take on where the business is when you look at it from your hot seat? More store openings, more stuff going to e-com, new channels to market. Where's your focus both in terms of activity, but also where do you think retail and next is going to continue to to grow as well? Yeah, it's a good question. I I think for me, it's it's about how you integrate e-com with your retail stores. Um, You know, years gone by, they're always treated as completely separate entities of business. Um, However, you know, I I fundamentally believe that bricks and mortar shopping isn't dead. Um, I think our business has been an illustration of how, you know, really clever um, use of business premises, sweating the retail stores to service other areas of the business, be it online offering storage for warehouses uh, and picking packaging goods online to help, you know, the distribution networks and things. So it's a case of how you use your bricks and mortar, I think. Um, added to that, I think, you know, by the way we've done it over the last couple of years, I think we've given customers other reasons to attend physical stores and drive that football back into the stores. And I think we're benefiting from those add on, added on sales. Um, you know, we've also invested in big, convenient out-of-town retail park stores, and we've made each one of those a destination. So I suppose in a nutshell, it's, it, it's about how we incorporate in all areas of our business to help one another. So, so how the online platform helps the, the bricks and mortar side and vice versa, really. Um, so it's, yeah, it's a case of, you know, really, really sweating what you've got, but um, the future is definitely in technology, I'd say. Um, you know, the retail world quite rightly is obsessed with making the customer journey as frictionless as possible. And, you know, whether that's unmanned tills, faceless interaction, better analytics, including things like customer apps and things like that. Um, but with all this, I think it's important that the LP function remains focused on the risks uh, and provides that constructive counter argument to, to retailers who perhaps can get a little bit carried away, maybe um, only only have eyes on the genuine customer and, and don't necessarily see the dishonest ones. Um, so it's also it's also, we, you know, we, we've got to balance that as well. So we're not seen as blockers. Mm. You know, we, we, we can have that that input, feed it back to our retail colleagues. But, you know, it's important we're not seen as blockers. Um, so really, I suppose it's that eternal balance of allowing sales to flourish uh, and loss to remain at acceptable levels, which, you know, is the holy grail, isn't it? I mean, that is, that's the, that's the sweet spot. That's the nirvana, isn't mm. it? And, and, and for what it's worth, you know, I think some of the next stores that have made themselves destinations are, are terrific. And I'd like to think I know what I'm looking for, but for the average customer, you don't see any loss prevention function getting in the way of sales at all. Possibly some, you know, tagging at the at the front that beeps from time to time, but the rest of it sort of goes on out of view. So you have this impression of a seamless experience. But um, you know, I think what's going on with the tracking of products and and uh, some of the investigation work really is, you know, shining a light on areas that that other retailers can can benefit from. And I think you know, long may may it continue. Um, final final question. Um, in terms of you know. Looking forward, um, I know you said you think that bricks and mortar is uh, is here to stay. Are you excited and positive? Do you have reservations and hesitations over the next couple of years? What's the what's the vibe that uh, that, that you're getting? Um, I, th- I think here at Next, it's it's a really exciting time. 
Um, you know, our, our chief executive said that we'd, we'd come out of the uh, pandemic stronger than when we went in. And I think a lot of people laughed, but um, he's actually, you know, he's proven absolutely spot on on the money. Um, and, you know, we, we've come out, we've, we've enhanced our offering. Uh, we've now got a thing called Total Platform, which allows other retailers to use certain parts of our business, and our business model, our infrastructure. Um, and it seems to be going really, really well for us. Um, you know, we, we're constantly investing in joint ventures with, with other businesses as well. Um, and yeah, the future is just, you know, really exciting at, at next at the moment. So it's difficult for me to, um, uh, to put my non-next head on uh, and talk about the rest of the industry. But uh, yeah, for, for, as a next employee, these are good times. Yeah, I think, um, you know, that you could see a future where um, we have uh, Amazon and Next and everybody else goes through those two platforms. So, uh, yes, but, you know, it, it is, it, you know, it seems to be heading towards the, you know, the Amazon of apparel, but doing a really impressive job of, uh, of, of keeping the brand identity separate. So, Stuart, absolute pleasure. Thank you so much indeed for sharing your insight super super exciting times um, long you. may it continue uh, and i wish you all the very best personally and uh, see you uh, uh, on site at a retail risk event in the near future but for now stuart thank you very much indeed thanks for having me paul appreciate it